0: you have the ability to love, love yourself first. And I believe that we all have the ability, especially as a mom, especially as a wife, a daughter to love because we love our families. We love people. We love our animals. We love food. Love yourself first. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sistop Soaking podcast. A safe space for women prioritizing their health, their self-care, and their dreams. My name is Ms. Tasha Tuck's Life, and I am your host. So just to get right into it, this month we were talking about relationships and the importance of having or conducting a relationship audit, and we already touched on romantic relationships. We talked about friendship audits, and we also talked about family Um, And how to navigate those type of relationships, because even though they all may be interchangeable in certain aspects, they are very different. The way you, you know, approach um, a relationship that is intimate and a relationship with your family member may be very different or is very different. Um, And so the final episode, the one we're going to talk about today for this series is a self-love audit. So are you ready for a self-love checkup? And in this episode, we're going to talk, talk about like the tips and strategies to guide you through that process of conducting an audit when it comes to yourself. And I think that self-love is overlooked. Um, so much especially in black women especially in moms um women in general because we're always putting other people before ourselves we're always looking at um how can we serve our families how can we serve at our jobs how can we serve our friends how can we show up for them and then we in turn um lack the self-love that we give to others but then giving to ourselves and so yeah so i want to really talk about that today um because um if you have not heard my story back in 2020, I had a, um, a, a scheduled surgery that turned into an emergency triple search, uh, a double surgery. So what that means is that I went in for one thing and it was supposed to be an outpatient surgery, laparoscopic outpatient surgery. So when I woke up, I was admitted into the hospital and I had this excruciating burning pain in my abdomen. Um, And so they told me that they were unable to perform the surgery laparoscopically because there was some scar tissue and things like that. So they ended up having to go in. uh, So just imagine being sedated or being under uh, anesthesia and a choice is made to give you, to go further or deeper or more evasive into your body. Um, and I'm grateful for the surgery because the, the, the bright side is that they went in and they saw something else and had to call, um, another surgeon because that wasn't their area of expertise to have my um, appendix removed. So I had one surgeon doing one thing, another surgeon doing another, and it was a little bit of a mess, but I'm grateful that they, that that was the way it was because, um, It was, number one, it was supposed to be that. It was supposed to happen that way. And it also helped me to not have another surgery. It has also changed my life um, mentally, physically, um, emotionally. And so after having that surgery and coming to the realization, like, wow, like this was literally going on inside my body and I deemed myself pretty healthy, like nowhere near where I am now, but I just, I wouldn't say that I was like, an unhealthy person. Like I wasn't on any medication. I didn't have high blood pressure. I didn't have diabetes, cholesterol, any of those things. My body was um, strong. It just was something going on that I didn't know about. I did always struggle with digestive issues, but I thought that that was just my life. And so after having that surgery, it gave me a new perspective Um, Not only was the surgery in 2020, it was also during the global pandemic and the world had shut down. And so while the world was shutting down and people were scared and in a panic, which I was at one point too, but I also was at a place of stillness, meaning like I am that person that is always somewhere doing something. attending something, helping with something going. And I always was on the go. And so to literally not have to be anywhere and not have to do anything for anybody, not having to show up, it was so freeing for me, like, like, like beyond. Right. So in that moment, me being still and able to really hone in on just myself and my family and then having this surgery a little bit later after because COVID shut the world shut down in March. I had the surgery in August. So in that whole time, I was able to find refine, like find myself again. Like I I'd say, the rebirth of Tasha happened in 2020 because I was able to really tap into my self-care. I was able to like research things. Um, I became a certified life coach. Like I was able to really get into, I knew. I was a mom, I was a wife, I had a good career, beautiful house, I knew all of that, but there was always so much more on inside of me that I knew needed to come out, but with everything and being everywhere and doing everything, I just never could really tap into it, so when the world shut down, it was time for me, it was when the rebirth of me came, and God was able to show me and reveal things to me, so now I'm in pursuit of my purpose at, at that point, right? Because I really sat down, I was able to hear about it. So to listen for it, and so that's how I started here. Um, I wrote a book. Bu- I started writing my book in 2020. I published it in 2021. To stop sulking, God's plan is greater. Um, the link is in the show notes. Shameless plug, but I was able to 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 express in the book how or what helped me to grow forward from the things, the pain, the trauma, the things that I had dealt with in my life and how that has shaped me into who I am today. And so that my baby was born, the birth of my book, my, my fourth baby. So, yeah, so it just, um, the journey of self-love is, is, is always, uh, ever evolving. Right. But I believe that, we have to really be intentional and we really have to understand why it is important to love ourselves. Um, and and so, yeah, so today I'm going to talk about the tips and the strategies to help you guide through the process of conducting a self-love checkup, a self-love audit. And um, of course we start with the quote, if you have the ability to love, love yourself first. Uh, that's by Charles... I don't know who that is, but I was searching for uh, self-love quotes and I went through many of them and they were nice. And then this one just like hit me hard. And that's what I really wait for. I read, I read and I read and I research and I look until I until one really resonates with my spirit. And it says, if you have the ability to love, if you have the ability to love. Love yourself first. And I believe that we all have the ability, especially as a mom, especially as a wife, a daughter to love because we love our families. We love people. We love our animals. We love food. Love yourself first. And so I'm going to give us some tips, give you some tips on what that is and how you can implement self-love or uh, strategies that you can use. Okay. Okay. Okay, so tip number one, self-reflection and self-acceptance, okay? So these are two different things. Self-reflecting is looking at your thoughts, your feelings, right? Um, Really going inward and reflecting on decisions that you made, thoughts that you're having, feelings, why do I feel like this at this moment today? Um, Why am I thinking like this after so-and-so said so-and-so to me, like whatever, right? Um, And then self-acceptance is accepting everything about yourself as it is, the good, the bad, the ugly. So the first tip to self-love or um, conducting a self-love audit is self-reflection and self-acceptance. And so how do you do that? So the first thing you can do is journaling. I am the biggest advocate for journaling your thoughts, your feelings, your dreams, your goals, gratitude, your um, emotions, when you're angry, when you're happy, your highlights of your moments, like your accomplishments, celebration. So journaling your thoughts and your feelings is going to help you to self-reflect and to tap into self-acceptance, okay? Another thing is um, declarations, affirmations, speaking life over yourself, right? That is self-reflecting and self-acceptance. Combating like the negative self-talk, speaking life because it's easy to say things negative about yourself. It's easy to 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 say uh, I'm I'm ugly or I'm not worthy or um, nobody likes me. But when you're really intentional and you're starting to affirm yourself, I am enough. I am enough, just the way I am like good, bad, ugly. I'm enough. And really starting to believe that and speaking that every single day. So journaling, declarations, affirmations, and then mindfulness and mindfulness is meditating, praying, right? Cause when you meditate, you're in a state of stillness and being mindful is being still and being aware of your thoughts your feelings, your emotions, right? And so I've coached women that find meditation very difficult. To start off, use guided meditation, right? You there's an app. God, I have it in my phone. I don't remember the name of it because I don't need it anymore. Um I'll um I'll put I'll if you if leave me a comment below this video and tell me if you want the name of it and I will message you back the name of it. But there's a, there's multiple apps. There's probably plenty of apps, but I don't buy apps. So if I'm telling you about an it, app it's free. But um it has um guided meditation. 5 minutes, 3 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, morning, night, whatever. Um I'm at a point now where I put on some music and I'm able to sit with myself. I'm able to I say my quick prayer because God already knows my heart. He already knows I'm not going to come to him every single day, praying about the same thing. Um, I'm more so listening. I'm more so sitting and and listening for what he wants me to know, what he wants to share with me. And I'm going to tell you one thing, right? God is awesome, but he's a funny God, right? He will wake me up at three o'clock in the morning and I'd be like, oh my God, I really don't want to get up. First of all, I didn't go to sleep till 12, right? Because sometimes I just can't turn it off. And I'm like, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm telling you, that's what like the most magic happens for me. Like I get the best downloads. I get the greatest ideas. um, And if I'm not obedient and he gives me something while I'm laying down and I don't write it down when I wake up, I don't remember it. And I'm like, oh my God. So I've learned to like, really like get up because I'm like, there's something that he wants me to know right now. There's something that I need to be doing there's something. And so I just want to just say when you're meditating or when you're getting still or when you're speaking, when you're seeking God, you don't always have to be talking. That's my point. You just need to listen sometimes. Okay. God, okay, I'm here. I'm still. Um, what is it that you need me to know? What is it that you need me to know? What is it that what is my next step? What do you need me to do? What do you need me not to do? Like really just sitting and listen to him. And I promise he will definitely um speak to you um so yeah so that's the first the first tip itself is self-reflection and self-acceptance and that's the three the three strategies on how to do that and I don't want this to be long so let me let me get going the next tip is identifying areas of improvement now this one is where you have to really look at yourself you have to be open to seeing like what um what areas in my life or what am I doing? How am I moving in certain ways that is not serving me, that is serving me? What do I need to do? How do I do this to improve? So these are some steps. So the first one will be um, self-criticism is recognizing when you are overly critical with yourself. That is one of my, and I love you, but if you are a person that is always, Criticizing yourself or like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Oh my god, I'm so this. Oh my God, I can't believe this always happens to me. Like, oh, that like really I just be like, okay, girl, you really need to like join my group or something, my accountability group, (laughs) because your mindset needs a shift. But that's another thing. It's like recognizing when you're overly critical of yourself. And someone shouldn't have to always tell you, like, no, girl. You look good, no girl, you're fine. Like, oh gosh, come on. Do the work, go back to self-reflection and self-acceptance, that tip one, right? Um, The next thing um, with identifying areas of improvement is boundary setting, which we talk about boundaries all the time because I think that it's so um, misunderstood, right? So you wanna evaluate your boundaries in your relationships. And again, we talk, remember, this is all about relationships. Evaluate those. How are they serving you? Do you have boundaries? Because I don't believe that friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, employers, whatever, are deliberately being disrespectful or deliberately crossing boundaries with you. It's just they don't know that they don't know that they exist. They're not deep enough in the sand. Like they don't know that that's a trigger for you. They don't know that that makes you uncomfortable. They don't know that you're tired and you really don't want to do it because you're not articulating your boundaries. And when I tell you, when you start to tap into saying no as a complete sentence, N, O, period, end of it, oh, it's so freeing. When you start to really like think about like, mm, how do I feel about doing this thing? And I know, yeah, we are servants. We have to serve. We That's the way to be blessed is by serving. But to a certain degree, right? You don't want to say yes, because you think someone's going to be upset at you. You don't want to say yes, because you don't want to disappoint anybody or like, whatever. Like you really have to think about how is this, how does this feel in my body? How am I feeling emotionally is it something that is aligned with where I'm going with my life is this something that is aligned with how I feel and I, honestly I had to really take a step back from a lot of stuff I had to really take a step back from my people like I you know there's certain places that I don't desire to go anymore or there's certain things I don't desire to be in and honestly when I say no, nobody's upset at me. They just get it. And I think when they start to see you and see the shift in your mindset and shift in you, the way you're moving and the shift, it's not personal, right? And I show up when I have to. When I and I may stay for however long until my body tells me it's time to go or whatever. Um, I may not take on a, a project or um, an, an action that is maybe too draining for me. I don't have the capacity for it. And although I love this person and I don't want to say no because I have to really listen to that. And so, yeah, so boundary setting is very important to um, evaluate your boundaries with your family. The third area, I mean, yeah, the third thing that you need to uh, look into when you're identifying areas of improvement is your self-care. Self-care, 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 right? You can't have self-love without self-care. So you want to assess your self-care routines. Um, Are you prioritizing yourself? Are you giving your body what it needs? Are you giving your mind what it needs? Are you spiritually tapping into the source to restore yourself? Self-care is not just a luxury thing. It's not something that um, you need a lot of money for. Self-care is simply restorative activities that Target your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. well-being. That's self-care. So for me, when I am feeling overwhelmed and I'm tired and I just know that I have to do this one last thing, sometimes I'll say, you know what, give myself grace and compassion and I'll start tomorrow because I've, it's not like I'm being lazy. I've been in front of my computer for five hours. I've been in front of my computers all day long like from the time my kids got on the bus to the time my kids get home. Like that is not okay. But I'm I'm driven, I'm ambitious, I'm working hard, I got a goal, I got things I got to do, but I'm not I also have to tap into my self-care. So what are you doing to prioritize your self-care? And this is like the perfect time to talk about it. I have this 30-day self-care challenge that you can do by yourself. I'm thinking I might want to do it as a group, the first rollout, but it's a third, it's a, it's a, it's a guide. So the, you, you get the, the, you get the guide, it's a 30 day guide and it tells you every day, something to do to restore your self-care or to nurture yourself, yourself through self-care. And it's broken down into four weeks. Um, So off the top of my head, one is spiritual one week. Um, One is one week is wellness. The other one is um, fun and community. And I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, And that's one thing. Another thing, God gave that to me at three in the morning. I was up on Canva creating this challenge for other women to really be intentional about their self-care. And so um, I think I'll put that that link in the show notes as well. Um, So yeah, so we have self-criticism. You want to um, recognize when you're being overly critical of yourself, boundary setting, being clear about your boundaries, self-care, how are you prioritizing that? And then comparison. Oh my God, this one is very um, important because you have, when you're comparing your progress to someone else. You're pro- 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 comparing your journey to someone else's journey. Um, you're comparing yourself to social media. That's not real. Like that is a no no. So when you're when you're really looking at a self love check in, like, am I comparing myself? Why am I comparing myself? I am one of one. You are one of one. There is no one like you. God created you specifically for your purpose, for who you are, the life that you live, the journey that you're on. And there is nobody like you that can do what you do the way you do it. And girl, when you really tap into that, when you really start to think like, okay, I am one of one. You start to realize that there's no comparison. I'm not comparing. There's no, there's no comparison. And I think that they're so beautiful and that's so powerful. So yeah. So Tip 1 self reflection and self acceptance, mm-hmm. tip 2 identifying areas of improvement. So tip 3 is boosting self-worth. So now as you the tips and strategies to guide you through the process of evaluating or taking a self-love audit, you want to boost your self-worth. That means celebrating your achievements. I literally have uh, in my notes in my phone a um a a list of highlights for the year from 2023 January till now. And every month I put every month, anything that happens in that month, that's a highlight that is um, noteworthy I write it down just so I can sometimes go back and remember when I'm feeling like less than or when I'm feeling like you know I'm not doing anything and i am not getting the, the the return that I'm looking for and it's not working for me I go back and I see like wow you did this and you did that and you spoke here and you sold this many books and you had this many clients this week and that, that you had a cohort in June and you had something and you know and so it's. it's. It's like, oh, I am doing things, you know? So it's very easy to forget. So you want to celebrate those achievements. And that's a good hack from me to you. Start writing it down in your notes. Start writing it down in your notes. Um, Another thing is self compassion, treating yourself with the same kindness that you treat others. The crazy thing is that we will let ourselves down all day, but we won't let down our best friend, we won't let down our partner we'll let ourselves down all day so you want to treat yourself with the same compassion that you're treating the people that you love and the same kindness okay um the third tip or the third way to boost your self-worth surround yourself with positivity join sisterhood you know join a community that is going to level you up going to encourage you going to support you and going to hold you accountable right speaking of i am launching uh VIP text community, which is a better way to tap into, tap with with my audience outside of email. It allows me to give like motivation, daily inspiration, and just to kind of keep more closely knit, right? Um, And then the last thing is set and achieve your goals and set, setting goals and achieving them. That's a, that's a whole show in itself, but boosting your self-work is worth. Is by saying, this is what I'm going to do by when, and this is how I'm going to do it, and then achieving it, okay? So the next tip is tip four, which is the impact on other relationships. And I'm not going to go too deep into this one because you can watch the previous episodes, literally the previous three episodes because they're all on relationship audits. And then the fifth and final tip, seeking support. So that may mean having a therapist, that may mean a support group, that may mean a community, a sisterhood, anything that's going to keep you connected and to keep your cup full. So yeah, so the, this is the self-love checkup. Um, how well are you taking care of yourself? How well are you loving yourself? Leave a, leave a comment. Let me know what, which tip resonated with you. Um, what are you implementing in your life? How do you um, nurture and cultivate yourself, your self-love? And if not, do you need help? If you need help, schedule a Goal Getter chat with me. So on this chat, we talk about, we're focused on you and we talk about your goals, your dreams, the roadblocks that are stopping you and your next best move, right? So you will leave knowing what your next best move is and how to execute. So if that's something that you're interested in, it's a fast-paced 30-minute call. We tap into all three of those things. Um, You can click the link. That's also gonna be in the show notes and book a call with me, the go get a Chat, okay? So that is that on this episode. I hope this was very helpful. I hope that you're really reflecting on yourself and how you're loving yourself and then that you're going through these tips and really refining them and tailoring them to yourself so that you can now um, be more intentional with loving yourself because if you have the ability to love, love yourself first. Okay, so I'm going to end with the mindset declaration. I want you to add this to your journal. Um, and it reads My love and compassion create harmony in my life. I am full of love for myself and others. Even if it makes others uncomfortable, I will love who I am. And that is by Janelle Monet. And so, yes, yeah, so I just want to encourage you. You're beautiful you're smart, you are amazing, right? You are enough. You are one of one. So love yourself. Okay. So that is it for this episode. I want you to be well and to remember that your past does not dictate your future till next time. See you in the next episode.